2015. Welcome to another episode of the Selena Sundown Podcast. What is the Selena Sundown Podcast? Well, I'm glad you asked, Cujo. I'm going to keep it slow and sexy, baby. Selena Sundown Podcast is a weekly podcast dedicated to Selena's. Um, what is a podcast? A podcast is essentially a radio show that you could download and stream on your phone, your tablet, your desktop, your television, hell, even on your fucking mother. We happen to focus on the topic of Salinas, the news, the events, the people that make this such a cool and interesting town to live in, and we want to be like the old school bulletin board in a modern age, right here in Salinas. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you for that. I could listen to that shit all day. That's right. I feel like I'm on LSD. You, you gotta just like hang out in the corner at the pub and let us all drink while you play. Dude. That, that's yeah. one thing we're not worried about getting thrown off of uh, uh, iTunes for that shit. That's because I don't think that is copywritten. Yeah. And if it is, he did a damn good version of it. <laughs> so good that it kicked us off iTunes. Uh, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, so anyway, that was a, a live intro on a sitar by Steve-O. What's up? Yeah, what up, Steve-O? Not much, just, uh, you know, come through town with a uh, baby sitar on my uh, shoulder for, for no reason. Yeah, that's fucking, that's pretty crazy. Right place, right time, so I guess. Fuck yeah, dude, you're, you're walking around downtown with a sitar like some fucking lost guru. <laughs> We're like, dude, come on the mic. Uh, for those that might not know, Steve-O is, I guess, what, what do we call you now, a Santa Cruz-based musician? Yeah, I but, guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're straight Salinas to the fucking core. I spent most of my life uh, here. Yeah, yeah. All the good parts of it, at least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so we've known each other, again, since we were fucking 10 years old. So, again, Babies. 18 years, longer, way longer than we've been not alive. Um, yeah. So yeah, so you were here and we're like, well, come on the fucking show. You got some great, awesome stories that we're going to get into. Um, and yeah, but why well, want to fucking eat? There's fucking salsa going on. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, now that we have a cool little intro of what is the podcast and all that shit, I don't know how to start it. I feel so like, <laughs> how do we go? But anyway, so I'm, about I'm... matters pertaining to the spirit. Dude, like... It was it was very spiritual, and I want to talk about salsa, and it has nothing to do with the sitar. All right. But, so, uh, last night, uh, Wednesday, I'm at a Quakes game. Get a call. Where you at? San Jose, buddy. What's going on? Fucking salsa downtown. And I was like, what? Mexican restaurants aren't open right now? And uh, they said, nope, salsa dancing at 201. Like, what the fuck? In the morning? Uh, no. <laughs> 201 Main Street. Ah, oh, you're not a local, dude. 201 is, uh, it used to be the old Wells Fargo building. If anybody saw the movie Bandits, which is fucking pretty funny movie, um, it, it was one of the banks that they robbed there. That's its claim to fame. It's now an Italian restaurant. Yeah, I noticed on the way, actually, to getting some coffee, that there was, like, some pretty fancy digs in there. Yeah, hell yeah. It, it's pretty cool. It, it's, it's an Italian restaurant, Italian deli, Spanish tapas place, and a wine bar. It's a fucking huge-ass place. 
But anyway, the upstairs wine bar area on Wednesdays, they do salsa dancing now. And hey, was, they should do it on the roof. I remember one time when it wasn't, uh, when there was nothing in there, I, I actually broke into that place. Uh, through, through, there's like a, I, I, shouldn't, I probably shouldn't say how. No, fuck air. no. Say it. God damn it. I don't care. Now say that, that it's shit. A, now okay. that it's a restaurant. Well, there's, there's like no a, that, there's a, so. there's a vault in the, in the basement. And like, yeah. And like next, next to it is like the sewer grate where if you climb in, you can. You know what they're going to call the nightclub? They're going to make it down there? What? The vault. The vault. Ah, said, fucking creativity, huh? But yeah, but if you get... But anyway. But you could get locked in, but I guess whatever. What the fuck? Well, music. you did it. How the hell did you get in? Uh, there's like a grate on the side, like a sewer grate, and you can like kind of like slip in and like... Yeah, go into Undercroft. Like fucking the Ninja Turtles on the sidewalk and shit? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, less like cool than that because it was... It, I mean, it looks like you can... You can like look down in it and you can see that there's like walking space. Like it's... What the fuck? Yeah. So anyway, we're on the so roof. So when are we breaking in? <laughs> How, how'd you get on the roof from going to the sewer? You because you go the building inside, that way. you go inside the undercroft and you go up in the building. Yeah. And then there's like stairs that go up to the top. You were in there when it was all empty and it was shit. Like years and years ago. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. It took them like seventeen thousand years just to build that place. Yeah. There was one guy doing it. Props to that one guy. Yeah, that but one. you went to the roof? Yeah, it was cool. I, that's one of my favorite roofs. Uh, also, the roof above Taste of Thai is pretty cool. Or the cher- like cherry bean or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are dope. You don't realize they're all they're all attached on top. You feel like fucking Spider Man, you know, and you're just it, ah, yeah. just running across and like, holy shit, this is cool. But then they're like, ah, oh, it's a hundred years old. I could fall through these things. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't. Yeah, a lot of places leave their uh, roof like the windows on the roof open. I notice. And then you climb in there. You like yeah. You repel like a like a CIA agent. Have you ever repelled? No. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say. You should have made it up. You said, fuck yeah. I would have completely believed you. Yeah. You fucking climbed into a sewer to get onto a roof. So whatever you said, I would have fucking believed you. Yeah, the sewers here are a lot cooler than the ones in uh, Santa Cruz. The ones there are just full of water. That's pretty in- inhospitable. Like, it's not really... It's a sewer. I know. But the ones... like, I can't didn't find any fucking drinking water in the sewer. I know. <laughs> fucking <laughs> shitty sewer. The ones here are cool. How... <laughs> How walkable are they? Uh, here? Yeah. Uh, they walk I, to- I mean, some parts, like downtown, there's like more access, like hatches and shit. For, yeah. Like, like electricity and stuff. But uh, I that's the only place I've been, so I you guess... You ever opened up a manhole and, and gone... See what the fuck's down No, there? not a manhole. Those oh. things hurt, like, to open with your hands. Oh, really? Yeah, I never the grates? Grates yeah. is where to go? Yeah, <laughs> Dig, this, is, this is some good. Yeah, this is some good. Urban fucking, exploration, man. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, great. Like, yeah, that's a whole like uh, it's a whole scene. Like, there's this uh, YouTube channel, this guy who like does urban exploration, like um, New York, and he goes all through like the um, what are you, like abandoned subway. Like ports and shit. That's weird. They dig tunnels and they're like, "Fuck, we can't afford them." And then they just like they stop just digging. Abandoned. Yeah. Like, what? what? Like they decommission what you... them or whatever. I don't know. I wish I could run a city. I don't know. I'm like, we don't have any money. Let's stop. Okay. What? That's not real life. Yeah. But that's fucking cool, dude. We gotta we gotta do like a segment with you. The tunnels of something. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tunnels of Santa Cruz would be pretty boring. So yeah, let's, let's focus here. Uh, I know the one time I went into the sewers in Santa Cruz, I was like really drunk on uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day after pouring Irish car bombs wrong and curdling the Baileys. Oh. I never seen so many people just like fucking like. You served look. that to several I served people. That, you yeah. served it to people. I did it where you, like, you put the Baileys uh, and the liquor in the shot yeah. instead of the beer and the Baileys in a in a fucking glass, and uh, only one person knew I was doing it wrong, but they let it happen. 
<laughs> and they took a, but they took the shot with us, and they were just like uh, waiting. Oh, that's a sadist. <laughs> no, fucking masochist. Those people yeah. have hooks in their fucking and chains in their bedrooms. Those they're sick. Yeah, some of them. Uh, well, that person right there does. Yeah. How, I, many, how many people did you serve? Actually, that was Smitty. That was Smitty of uh, Fountain of Biles. For for anyone who knows who that is, but uh, Santa Cruz. I remember the band. band. Yeah. I don't know the guy. Yeah, Ian and Smitty. They're all. Which one's Smitty? Smitty's the singer. Okay. The one who's always like screaming even when he's off stage. <laughs> <laughs> he's just deaf, man. He's just deaf. Uh, uh, anyway, but uh, anyway, that night, I fucking, we got. I got so fucking drunk, and it was not this year, but it was I think last year, um, that I felt like going down to the sewers, and uh, I opened up a man. Actually, that time I opened up a manhole, but it was like a great pussy ass um, Santa Cruz manholes. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a great <laughs> out of paper mache and shit. Yeah, and it had like a yeah, it, it was like really sharp. The edges it was like made of iron, and it cut my hands. I didn't notice until the next day, but uh, oh, yeah, shit. I went down there, and it was really just like shit and water. And like no room to stand. Uh, that's like kind a of sewer. like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a sewer. Like a sewer. <laughs> you know what? This is a well-built sewer. It's Salinas. They're not kidding. Yeah. None of this stuff. Uh-uh. You can walk around in them. <laughs> I don't know where the water yeah, comes from. Santa Cruz, y'all doing a good job. Your yeah. shit goes in the tubes that it's supposed to go to. Yeah. In Salinas, I don't know where the where does it wind up? Car Lake or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, Royal. Uh, I think uh, Arroyo Seco. Either like it ends up there, or Arroyo Seco is. Fucking like downstream from a cabbage patch because I always see diapers on the shore and shit. So I don't know. Cabbage patch. That just right. be, just that just might be people being fucking dirty, taking yeah. their Mexicans. kids and just throwing it in there. <laughs> you could say it, Mexicans. <laughs> nah. That's so cool being Mexican because you could say it like that all. Yeah. <laughs> Talk shit about Mexican Mexicans. and they look at you. What? What? <laughs> what the fuck? What are you gonna say to me? I saw I, you do it. <laughs> I saw you do it, bro. Come on, I did it. We're, we're just the most of us. That made no sense. It made sense in my head, but the words didn't come out right. That's all right. It's just a it time. happens sometimes. It's I figured out um, a self-diagnosed dyslexic and what was the other one? ADD. ADD, yes. I have both of those. We were talking. Pretty much guaranteed. I don't have to be a doctor to know it. 2,800. He kept saying like 8,200. Yeah. So he said I don't need dyslexic. 100%. <laughs> Pretty sure. I WebMD'd it too. <laughs> you, you, you have it if you WebMD I diagnosed yeah. myself with WebMD as a chronic masturbator but I was also on ecstasy so I don't know if that really counts it makes you a man oh okay yeah. <laughs> there's no such thing as chronic masturbation we're all dudes yeah, it's true. just like well I'm not doing anything else <laughs> might as well do something shit I mean, what, wasting time in here you know that's true I'm gonna die soon yeah it's sloped off since puberty puberty was the the, the fever Really, I I remember uh, not getting my. I didn't have locks on my doors, so I had to like uh, improvise. Did you improvise? I had to improvise. I had to like uh, wall myself in with books under my bed and kind of like create a little masturbatorium because I didn't have like I didn't have like (laughs) like man, those Harry Potterbergs awfully thick. (laughs) I think they could keep a door closed. Yeah, you know what? That goblet of fire. Let me get two of them. I didn't have locks. I'm that excited. (laughs) Why are the side of these books sticky? Oh, I can only imagine. Come on the, you don't come on the books. Too much? <laughs> no. You're supposed to read them afterwards. It's a decoy. For the, the stories? Yeah. <laughs> it's the dragons that do it for me, man. Absolutely. All right, well, we got to write this ship somehow because we're, we're talking about masturbation. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's, that was my fault. 
We're talking about sewers and masturbation and what happened? Salsa, salsa, salsa dancing. What else? Yeah, salsa dancing. Really, really. Go back. Go back. Rounding off the touching so, matters. Yeah. Sunday, you're at a soccer game. Well, no. Let's talk. <laughs> so, Saturday, I was at a soccer game. Wednesday, oh. I was at a soccer game. It's fucking dope. But let's talk about music. We got fucking musicians on here and shit. Let's talk about the Santa Cruz scene and all that, you know? Because we're oh, yeah. here downtown. We're downtown Salinas. It's been changing. All right. And all that. But what, what's it like in Santa Cruz? Like, is it is it that simple as in, hey, I'm a musician. I want to show. Or is there still well, work? Yeah. Or? I mean, okay. So, like, the reason I actually moved to Santa Cruz was to be, like, surrounded by an atmosphere where... Like, uh, and you went from Monterey, right? Well, I'm gonna get into that shit too, cause yeah, cause I was living in Monterey when I decided Monterey. to move to <laughs> when I decided to move to uh, to Santa Cruz because I feel like I felt strongly at the time that venues would always close because like it seemed that people didn't really know how to respect venues, you know. So it seemed like they would get like venues closed down all the time and shit. Yeah. And so I felt like, damn, there's no place to play, and I feel like you know, in Salinas. You know, which is where I was, like, gathering a lot of, like, the kind of, like, I don't know, lyrical and artistic and musical, like, ammunition, you know, that I would use later. I, f- I feel like Salinas is a place where, you know, there's, like, sometimes social, racial, or economic pressure, you know, and I feel like uh, pressure creates diamonds, but at the same time, you know, so I look around and I see a bunch of, like, artists who are really good, but oftentimes I, I don't see a lot of places to, like, go and see shows or, like, you know... Uh, what have you? So I yeah. moved to Santa Cruz, where you know there's a college, there's a you know bar scene and everything. And yeah, since then it's been you know, on, uh, we've been on the up and up. And uh, that was four years ago. Um, we're uh, uh, for those who don't who are listening, by the way, uh, my band is called the Red Light District. We're like a we're a psychedelic rock and roll yeah, band. Yeah. Um, where can they find you? You're on like SoundCloud. Yeah, we're on Facebook SoundCloud, and all that. SoundCloud, uh, Bandcamp, uh, Facebook, it's face our Facebook. Uh, URL is facebook.com slash the red light district music and then uh, you can find like links to the Bandcamp and SoundCloud in there you can just search us red light is one word so it's like the space red light space district and hopefully that'll like save us some like I don't know fucking like lawsuit or something later yeah that's it right there on the good old iPhones and uh anyhow but yeah so now like our next show we're headlining the local stage of the uh Santa Cruz Music Festival, which is going to be October 10th, for anybody who's out there and listening and wants to come. Uh, it's like a two-day festival. Uh, we're going to go last. I think it's prob- we're probably going on at like midnight, because I think the last slot is like midnight to one. Where is it? Uh, it's all up and down Pacific Street, so the main street. Downtown? Oh, yeah. All oh, the things like the Catalyst. There's what? The Catalyst, uh, the Blue Lagoon, the 418, Rosie McCann's, all those stages. Like I think uh, Streetlight Records. What? Rosie McCann's for life, baby. Yeah, and we're love gonna, you guys. We're gonna be working with burlesque dancers for uh, for the show too. So love you too, burlesque dancers. Yeah, the do rights actually. So shout out to them. You should uh, Facebook them too. The what do rights? The do rights. Yeah, local uh, burlesque. D U E rights. D O dash R I G H T. Oh, like we do right. Like they do right. right. Like yeah. you know, like that old uh, uh, swing classic uh, that uh, what's her name Jessica Rabbit sings. Uh, Won't you do right? That's what they got their name, I guess. Really? Yeah. I saw Jessica Rabbit at a city council meeting the other day. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I got to say about that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
Well, dude, that so are they doing anything outside or is it all inside the venues? Uh, it's all inside. It's all yeah. It's gonna. It's well, where like the hell's all, the local it's, stage? It's all day. The local stage because there's like a touring stage. I guess was the catalyst. We got offered. Playing on the back there. of a truck. What? No, uh, we actually considered that. We played outside recently, and we're just we got a sound permit, and we were just like, hey, why don't we like get a flatbed truck and just like drive down Pacific? That's very you two of you. I know. Oh, how dare you? Yeah, that's you. right. That's right. <laughs> I knew you would be offended by that. <laughs> I did it. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, but I guess there are like certain laws against that, or I don't know, certain hoops to jump through that we we're just not prepared for. But no, there's gonna be. I think all of it's inside. Uh, but where's the local stage then? The local stage is at the Blue Lagoon. Oh, okay. And we got we got offered Catalyst main stage, but it was during the day. We thought we should just have that local stage. And plus, so you decided to go to the worst bar on the fucking street? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, we'll keep it real. I fucking oh, <laughs> and by that I, I mean the bar, the the whole oh, no, I the, know. the venue's awesome. Yeah, the venue's very awesome. It's one of those places where you got to know the bartenders, and then you'll get the legit drinks. And the bartenders, they don't once, recognize once you know you, them, are very sweet, great people. They're nice, but they fucking make <laughs> shit drinks. Oh, that place is dope. They have warm beer. I fucking can't stand that shit. If I'm getting Guinness, I'm okay with that. It was, and they yeah, use Guinness Sunny D in their fucking screwdrivers, and that's <laughs> fucking un-American. Well, if you're ordering oh a screwdriver God. at a bar, <laughs> screwdrivers are from when you got like. Nothing to work with but like pop-offs and like and so No, no, that's my drink. <laughs> a screwdriver is my shit. Cause if not, I'll do Long Island and then I don't want to do that shit. You don't want to. You don't want to need me. So I, I keep a screwdriver or Cuba Libre and shit. But you, I'm, that's my shit. Go up and down the street right here. People will know. Except two hundred one wine. They got some great Pinot. Um, but yeah, that pissed me off, man. Fucking Sunny D or Tampico. In the fucking screwdriver. Uh, that's an American. I almost wanted to deport their bar. Fucking call Donald Trump and everything. He's down. <laughs> He's like fucking rapist. And I was like, right? Right? They put Sunny D in that shit. He was like, yeah. We got to get him back across the border. They're not from Mexico, but I got them on. That's just, you can't do that. You cannot put syrup in a fucking cocktail like that. Unless it's simple syrup or some kind of bitters or some shit. That's very upsetting to me. I'm sorry. The Blue Lagoon, they, they've shocked me to the core. Yeah. I, will, I, will, I will patronize them again because they have a great venue. And I'd like to piss in uh, metal crates that are filled with stickers. With and ice. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and uh, blue yeah. lights. Uh, thank you for letting me people do heroin in your fucking bathroom. Blue <laughs> lights. They, they have Beautiful. A, I like the very loose uh, surf or surf or like tiki theme they have like it's just there's like, a theme in there yeah technically that a place theme. has a theme <laughs> technically yeah I've seen people fucking passed out under the pool tables in that place I didn't know Shut it had a theme <laughs> that was one of my favorite nights there yeah, that place is rock I don't know right how now. that person ended up there but they were comfortable as fuck they had done that before they were so comfortable under the pool table the first one right when you walk into the little thing from the stage area they were so happy they didn't have a pillow and they were so comfortable I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to get hepatitis here. <laughs> the ones you already don't have, too. <laughs> yeah. No, they have different, like, they have uh, hepatitis, hepatitis higher than C's. They yeah, got they ha- ones, hepatitis you know, X's, I hear those. Yeah, they got, they got experimental. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, music scene. Yeah, no, it's booming. There's, uh, 
there's always like a there's always a you know like an art rock scene coming through because of the college students. I think you know a lot of people experimenting with music and otherwise, of course. Well, see, that's what I like. There is when you go downtown Santa Cruz, you'll get these college kids that just will show up to the metal show or to the the acid rock show. I've called music acid rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's not wrong. Um, and um, and they'll just show up, and you they you could tell they don't belong, but they're just there, just trying to soak it in, and you, and it, it's pretty cool. You don't get that a lot around here. Sometimes you get some cholos walking in, trying to soak stuff in. They can hang. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the cholos earlier. Uh, yeah, I was giving somebody uh, a tour today of uh, Salinas, and you know you have to show them. Everything. How did you take them? Uh, well, I, ch- I was looking for like that mansion in the south side, the one that like kind of looks like a castle, and I didn't find that, so I took them to the swap meet on the east side. Uh, took them to Yeah, I took them to uh, Chinatown. That was fun. Uh, the no. band actually had a photo shoot there recently because we're actually named after that place. My grandpa affectionately refers to it as. Uh, the red light district. And he's kind of a. We'll just say he's he's a he's a he's a veteran of the uh, illegal world. He's got his free. He's got his frequent <laughs> flyer card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish the Copa was still open. Yeah, dude, that's dude. Uh, that's a, 2015. See, see like this is that dude. We don't that uh, we tell sometimes like we don't bring that up. It, every people bring it up. Yeah. Those were the times. <laughs> Those that, were the times. Was, Colin, we played there. Oh, yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, it was a Colin's straight fucking That doesn't dive. exist anymore? No. Oh, I didn't know. No, it's... The parking lot turned into, like, a... Well, it looks like a flea market, but, yeah, it's just a camp, bro. <laughs> yeah. There was someone definitely, like, sleeping out front of the door, like, here in the middle of the day. And I thought, like, that's weird that they, like... Like, how do you get to Chinatown where you're sleeping during the day, too? Like, I don't know, it's just a weird thing, but... Heroin's a hell of a drug. It sure is. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there was a sign that said, um, soon to be Chinatown Health Center. So I guess that's what the cope is going to be. I hope that they still keep it, like, a kind of a club, though. Like, it should be it, a health center and a club. It had a sick-ass stage and a great sound system in a badass area where nobody was going to complain about anything. The fucking... The pimps and drug dealers would come over and be like, dude, none of us need the cops over here. We'll, we'll keep it chill And it was the most Again the most dramatic thing that happened Was that lady that tried to sell us the fucking samurai sword And <laughs> think, oh, fuck. then thinking back it, it was, You weren't You weren't there or We told the story with Lily Lemon huh? Yeah. And you weren't here You weren't there that time <laughs> I think he was but I, he wasn't outside He was drunk as fuck Plus yeah the Copacabana days were just like A blur Yeah Just madness It's like time traveling man I I, I made it here Elephant's foot of fucking Captain And fucking all this crazy liquor And we'd just be pounding Yeah I know We we played there It was like I think the day after my birthday right Yes Yeah and we had like so many typical (laughs) 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 What what were you guys called back then The Red Light District Okay Just a different internet. Downward Spiral. No, was God. it there? No one I Which poster is it? Uh, <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, it's on there. Yeah, we. Have but but yeah, I remember we had so many. The so t- one where he falls off the stage, where he just disappears, but yeah. he just keeps playing. You showed <laughs> me that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video. You're just I don't know what the hell you're singing. That was wasted. But you just disappear from the stage. But, but you, your voice never changes. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck you. It's like a 30 second video, and for the last 10 seconds, you're completely. 
off screen. That was by far the drunkest show but I've ever played. Nothing changed. You guys blew an amp. Yeah, we blew an amp, and then something happened with your keys, I thought. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we, we traded them for heroin just because it was convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost traded them for a samurai sword. <laughs> samurai sword was crazy. You ever heard a samurai sword story, Cujo? No, I fucking... Well, I may I have. have I haven't heard it. I don't remember it. We're, yeah, go ahead. We're all, we're all waiting in the parking lot. Podcast like, worthy? Go ahead. Yeah, quick. it's all after... It's all after like 1 a.m. We're just kind hold, of... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep keep going. You were like leaning. <laughs> yeah. You went down. Go yeah, ahead, go there ahead. we go. That's what we need. Um, yeah, beautiful. So... So it was after the show. The, the show had just ended. We were all kind of milling about in the parking lot. Every, everybody's just kind of cooling it and just, just talking about how it was passing joints around passing liquor and beer around you know typical, were, typical Chinatown stuff we were even passing uh, what was it uh, it was uh, somebody had seaweed seaweed chips that day dude okay so remember? Kawashima was there um, Eddie Edwards apparently showed up and that's somebody pulled out fucking seaweed it was goddamn Eddie um, True. Right? Who the fuck is gonna pull seaweed out other than fucking it one was. of the, the Kawashimas? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Eddie and, and us were eating seaweed. <laughs> and um, a, it was a Thunderbird. I'll never forget it because I was so stunned afterwards. It was a, a blue Thunderbird, like a 94 95 Thunderbird. Bird. Um, it's a classic, classic car, very popular in Salinas. Very low rider worthy. A lot of people put little 14s on them and shit. And um, so it pulls up with. I don't want to be rude, and I'm not saying this in a rude way, but it was it was a big lady. It was a big lady. In, in like tall wise, you know, she was tall and also girthy. Yeah. You know, a, a strong gust isn't going to knock her over. You know, she she's got a solid base. So she gets out of the passenger seat with typically that little girl that only comes up to her waist and probably weighs like 72 pounds in a coat soaking wet. And so we're looking at fucking uh, Pinky and the Brain here and shit. And all of a sudden, the Brain is like, "You got, hey, y'all want to buy a sword? <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, whatever. We're in Chinatown. Weird stuff happens. And she was like, do you guys want to buy a sword? Like a samurai sword? And we're like, nah, no thank you, it's cool. She was like, no, it's the real deal. So she goes into her car, into her back seat, and just pulls out a fucking, a red, like you know how they wrap the string around the, the sheath? Yeah. It was, a, it was red, it was like burgundy. And so then it's like, well, that might be something. Yeah. And so she pulls it out of her, her back seat, and you, you could see it fully. The lights hit it, and she just unsheaths it. Whooshing! I mean, the, the fucking light hits it, and yeah. it shines and everything. Like, motherfucker, this is uh, Kill Bill shit, you know? Like, the fucking dude that made her sword. In, in, uh, yeah. Like, this motherfucker, it was one of his original designs and shit. So, um... So all of a sudden, there's this like six foot tall lady holding a fucking samurai sword with the sheath in her left hand, saying, "Hey, do you want to buy this?" <laughs> at one in the morning. Yeah, at, it was yeah past one in the morning. 
I, we had bands, we had a lot of touring bands, you know, so they're kind of just like, is this normal? And we're trying, we're halfway between like, yeah, this is normal and like, we're gonna holy get shit. This is how, this is the typical story. This is the Florida of Selena's here, you know? And so luckily she was a very, very uh, responsible saleswoman and, and, and said, okay, you don't want to buy it? I'm out. And just kind of went into the darkness. But, she just took off. But as she left, it was like, holy shit. If she started swinging that, what, what are we going to do? Throw a bottle of Captain Morgan at her, you know? Like, you say, yes, I want to buy it right now, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, now, now I want it. Now, oh, I just, I just needed to see it in use. <laughs> that, yeah, that fucking forearm got cut quick. Uh, here's $40. And she was cheap about it, too. It was like 30 or 40 bucks that she was going for. That's true. Was that the same night you found that uh, you found that uh, what was it like that uh, Asian? No, that was after the Obon festival. I still have that shit on my wall. That's I want to take it back, but I've had fucking pretty good luck since I got that shit. I'm not saying I'm superstitious, but that shit ain't coming off my wall. <laughs> it's not getting dirty or anything. True. Um, but man, Chinatown has some good stories. It's good shit. The fucking Buddhist temple down there is badass. The Confucius Church and all that. Dude, you could learn learn some good quotes. But Chinatown, baby, it, it, it's a spot. Um, Red Light District. Find that video where he disappears from the stage. It's on, you got to go on our Facebook. Okay. We never put it on YouTube because this was in 2010. YouTube was hella tiny, bro. <laughs> Didn't nobody make money on YouTube back then? Um, but anyway, when's your next, okay, we, next show is at... The Santa Cruz Music Festival. Yeah, and after that, we're... On uh, Pacific. Let me see. Then we have... October 10th. Uh, yeah. But, oh, the, the day before Thanksgiving... Gobble, gobble. We're playing the crepe place. Tell me about this crepe place, because I like crepes, and uh, I like music. Is well, it in Santa Cruz? Yeah, it's, it's on uh, uh, SoCal, uh, the street. Is and that literally all they sell? Yeah, no, they sell. They, I mean, they have a bar. They sell. Wait, what? Like a drinking bar? Yeah, they have a bar. Um, Flat little pancakes and fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. No, no, I like Sounds it. Sounds great. Place. I'm trying to. Them the really thing pancakes. I'm actually trying. Oh, to, I love them things. I'm trying to find the. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to find the the actual. Uh, How about you say yeah, I like a really thing pancakes. These colors don't run. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, You're gonna was, have to break my arm. But yeah, no, it's a good, it's a, it's a good venue. Um, they, they really take care of bands. Uh, it's a great what? place to go. Uh, yeah, it's actually kind of like a, a like a, a hub of activity in that part of town. The creperia, man. Yeah. I'm calling it the creperia. I don't know what it is. They have like this Buddha statue in the back for some reason. Shalom or whatever. Yeah, Wait, that's, that's Jewish. That's Jewish, but oh, yeah. um, <laughs> nam- namaste. You're in the right direction. Namaste. Um. Uh, but yeah, so. We uh, actually we just played there. We just played there not too long ago, and it, and it was a packed house. So we're, we're hoping that the next one. We're playing in the back now, which is a bigger capacity. So we're trying to pack that, and that's uh, two days before. No, that's the day before Thanksgiving, which is also known as the day when the most DUIs happen in the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, you could download Uber nowadays. I got that shit. It goes straight to your PayPal. You don't got to deal with shit. You just got to bounce. Yeah. You gotta uh, sh- uh, and then we're also playing the Crow's Nest 
which is at the harbor, and that's gonna that's two days before Halloween, so it's like Halloween Eve Eve. That's <laughs> Friday before. Yeah. Is yeah. the crow's nest the thing that was in Lost Boys? Wasn't something else? May or may have been, may not have been, I don't, I've never seen it. I've been, Lost Boys or, or the Crow's Nest? The Lost Boys. Yeah, I think I only saw it once. It's about vampires in Santa Cruz, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I only saw it once and I'm pretty sure it was like tripping balls. And AKA then I saw like parts of it at the Blue Lagoon on a TV where it's on mute and shit and I don't know. Who, like, Were you the dude out. sleeping under the fucking pool table? I might have been. <laughs> I want to find of that guy. Po- of all pool tables to sleep under, I would definitely recommend the Blue Lagoons. Because they're so lopsided that no one really plays them. So, I mean, you wouldn't get disturbed. Yeah, nobody ever plays those things. <laughs> People make out on their fucking rails, as do lesbians, which is awesome. Well, lesbians are making out. Pretty cool. Lesbians talking to you. Not that cool. I don't know. The gays are cooler. The gays are <laughs> gays more exciting than lesbians. <laughs> I don't know. I've met some pretty exciting lesbians in Santa Cruz. Yeah. They've accepted me as their own, too. Like, I... Damn. What? <laughs> no. Fuck yeah. yeah you have the tattoo? You have, they gave you the tattoo? <laughs> they gave you the tattoo? No, maybe you know something I don't. <laughs> you're, you're closer to the lesbians than him. What the hell, man? I don't know you, Balder. Yeah, cool, man. You, gotta, you gotta love all people in this world. Except for Dodger fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, those are the upcoming shows. We're actually... I think we're talking to the bottom of the hill in... Um, in... Uh, San Francisco for sometime in October. So I think that's going to be like mid October, like 18th or some shit. So we're going to San Francisco. Uh, what else are we playing? Oh, and then there's one in December, but I don't know. That's too far up. But. Have you guys ever done a, a tour? We're, at, we're, we're, in the, um, we're in the planning phase of a tour and we're going down to LA. Yeah, we're actually recording an EP right now. Um, we're going to release a single pretty soon on our band camp. What's an EP to you? I've got like 18 answers on this bitch. Uh, four or five songs. What is it? I don't, I don't understand it to this day. Like, I don't know what's the difference what's the between, difference between EP, extended play and long and play. play. Yeah. yeah. Like, the demo, fuck? extended like, play, and long play. What the fuck's the difference? A demo, I think it has to do with like how proud you are of it. <laughs> like, are okay, you proud enough dude, to call oh, Dude, that's <laughs> God damn it. Best fucking answer everybody's trying to answer a different way but yeah that that's the best way yeah, how proud you are of it yeah it's like if you record an ep but you're just like uh this is just a representation of what we can do then it's like oh that's a demo yeah. like yeah it's like no one calls a demo a fucking no one calls an ep a demo unless it's like i don't know unless you feel like you can do better or whatever that's the, okay i fucking love that answer no one's ever answered that way i gotta add a new column into the spreadsheet for that shit <laughs> Yeah, an LP is just like, I don't know. It's I don't, There's like, I think there's like kind of a cutoff uh, at like around six where it can still be an EP or it can be now an LP, but I think it really just depends. You can, it's just nomenclature, like whatever. Yeah, hell yeah, it's just words. Well, yeah. speaking of that, again, like acid rock and all that is just words as well. But explain mm-hmm. the red light district for somebody that may not have heard of it because I know exactly what it is, but it, it, explain what... What would what should somebody expect when they put one of your LPs, EPs, demos, or show up to your shows? What 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 is it gonna hear? Well, fuck. I mean, listening to us and coming to our shows are kind of two different things. Like I I know like Metalachi style. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Metalachi style. Um, but I so like listening to us. I guess like uh, you would be able to expect uh, generally like psychedelia and like pretty much every form is how is what we're influenced by. So I would say like classic psychedelia from like the mid '60s when. It, from when it was forming to like the late like, 60s well, when it had like My only example is like Jefferson Airplane type stuff. 
Yeah, That's like mid mid sixty stuff would be like I don't know, like the zombies, question mark of the Mysterians, like you know more poppy shit. That's yeah, like getting kind of out there, or like uh, thirteen four elevators. Then like there's the late sixty stuff and early seventy stuff, which is like you know there's like the Doors, Jimi Hendrix, like yeah. all that stuff. And Led Zeppelin began around that time. Black Sabbath was starting up too, uh, and uh, and then you have like modern psychedelic music, like you have like the Mars Volta, you didn't like I don't know a bunch of different stuff too, even like Devendra Banhart and like the Growlers, which are trying to kind of I think uh, sound like they're more influenced by the classic stuff. So I don't know, we're kind of like all over the radar in that sense, especially because we're all like influenced by different stuff, but together it seems that the main influence that we have is making theatrical music. So uh, th- no matter what like kind of breed of psychedelia we are displaying at the time, we're trying to like paint like an illicit picture in essence, like of, uh, yeah. uh, you know, of, of, cause I think psychedelia in general, like a lot of people describe psychedelia different ways. A lot, like when I say like, oh, I'm in a psychedelic band, people will say like, oh, do you do a lot of drugs? And like there have been phases where of my life where I could have said like yeah, but that's not what makes the music. Like uh, psychedelia is about going on a journey. It's not even necessarily about the destination. It's just about like going somewhere for a little while. Like you know maybe even like you know being being exposed to, uh, to like kind of provoking the fates in essence. You know just trying kind of like ex- exposing yourself to the to to the fray of of of, of uh, internal and external chaos and. Uh, and, and then coming back from it, you know? And so I feel like uh, true psychedelic music um, replicates that in a sense. And maybe not like, maybe not, like you can, I think you can be a psychedelic band without like using a bunch of crazy effects as long as you take people somewhere, you know? And uh, I know a lot of things like I, uh, I write about have to do with like certain trips I've gone on like, psych- like chemically. And then also like, trips I've gone on throughout my life, like like a poverty trip or like, you know, a homelessness trip or like, you know, a fucking gang violence trip or whatever the fuck, you know, so that's, yeah. which is one reason why we named ourselves the Red Light District, which is, again, I mentioned that my grandfather referred to Chinatown that way and I used to go visit him a lot there. So, naturally, like... visit him at work? <laughs> it, I wouldn't call it work. Well, it didn't look like he was working. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, and uh, so that's why I think we were also like really influenced by the blues at, at first, and you know still are because the blues are like roots music, American roots music that has to do with like you know overcoming adversity, and uh, you know uh, psychedelia as a genre kind of absorbs a lot of influences from like the blues, from like jazz, from just straight rock and roll, folk, even modern psychedelic music, even takes. Uh, you know, lessons from punk rock, even, you know? And, uh, and I think, uh, you know, so I think it was kind of like serendipitous when I met Robbie Krieger from The Doors. I met him actually at uh, the 40th anniversary of the Pop Festival in Monterey. And uh, I, I had to like sneak backstage and shit, you know? But uh, yeah. It was fucking great. Yeah, it was a great, sh- it, yeah, it was a great show. But when I remember when no, I no, went. No, no, I'm saying through a, a sidewalk great. Oh, through a yeah. fucking, through That's like. That's how you got into the, the fucking sewer. stage. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, anyway, I, I went up onto the stage. Like, I, yeah, I asked everyone where Ro- Robbie Krieger was, and they pointed me up to the stage, and he was up there uh, putting his guitar away. And, and I talked to him, and he asked me for a demo, and I said I didn't have one. He asked why, and I said, because my band broke up. And he said, why don't I make a new one? And I said, you think so? And he said, yeah, you should. 
I said, really? And he said, yeah, you kind of remind me of Jim, like Jim Morrison. And I thought, okay, fuck. Well, if Robbie Krieger says to start a band, I guess I should. So <laughs> I ended up starting another band. So um, That was the Red Light District? Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, like eventually it was, yeah. I, at first, like, I, rem- I experimented with a band called Candy Flip, and it just didn't kind of okay. work out like it was. I know that. Yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, and then eventually it became the Red Light District, which had more of the influences that I was looking to put into music. So um, I know. Did you change the name when you moved to Santa Cruz? No. Oh, okay. No, no. The name the name was always that. I think the first like few shows we played, we went under like a different name. Didn't each you time. play as Candy Flip here at Las Comadres next door? Well, that was when I was in a band called Candy Flip. <laughs> that was like a different band. That was different, completely different. God damn. Okay. So now I'm starting to see why I was so confused about our 22s, 23s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, anyway, so I guess, yeah, we, when we first started out, we didn't really settle on a name yet. And uh, we played as, uh, like, Pimp Gypsy and the Disco right. Werewolves. We played as You Suck and the Fuck Yous. <laughs> we played as, like... That's right. Yeah. Mouse Rat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we settled in the Red Light District. Um, you suck in the fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that was my favorite. A little on your face there. Yeah, a little bit. I was, oh yeah, I was pretty angry at that time. But uh, let me see. Oh, but anyway, but anyone who comes to a show should expect, I think, like uh, the same. <laughs> yeah, you I'm suck not... in the fuck you. I love that <laughs> shit. Dude, my favorite you band, my favorite band name that I never got to use was Oedipus and the Motherfuckers. That's my favorite one. That's the one I want to use. But I don't think I'll ever... I don't know. Next project, bro. Yeah, dude. That needs just, to be a punk band. Side sure. project. If you ever have time, yeah. yeah, punk, yeah. It's a punk band. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, anyone who comes to our shows, I don't know, like, we like to perform. Like, we like to also be visually psychedelic, you know, so... Um, I don't know. I'm very influenced by, like, James Brown, Jim Morrison, obviously, Iggy Pop. So, I don't know. I, like, move around a lot. I, like, swing the mic. I, like, do mic stand tricks, the splits. Like, I don't fucking, like, flail around on the ground. You can do a split? Yeah, I can't. Damn. I've ripped many pants. Actually, when we were playing, <laughs> we were playing at the crate place. Were they leather? Uh, no, but I did rip. Well, actually, yes, I did rip leather, my leather pants at the last fucking Catalyst show. But uh, my point being, don't wear leather pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They're but, so sexy. Well, I ripped my pants. I ripped. Do you I, drive a bike? <laughs> a motorcycle? No, no. So no leather pants anymore. Okay. No, That's I'm rules no. of a man. No. But he loves Rob <laughs> Halford. Yeah, man, do it up. Rob Halford's his hero. And Rob yeah. Halford loves dick. So <laughs> take it from there. Uh, I don't think I you don't know think... that much about Steve-O, bro. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think leather pants and loving dick are mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Steve-O lives, still loves the cock. Right. Um, but he doesn't have to. He's wearing leather right now. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, I that's noticed from the that. Rob Halford collection right there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, stop, stop listening for a second there. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so no, I did rip my pants actually at, a, at the crepe place. I remember I did the splits. Oh, I did the splits and then like, well, because I don't wear, wear underwear, so like my, oh, shit. like it ripped from like balls to like asshole, and so my balls fell out of my pants, and so we call that taint wide in the in the industry. Yeah, and so I like I thought like I kind of like came to in the middle of the set and was like, oh fuck, like damn I ripped my pants and so like when the song stopped I kind of like put my leg up on the speaker and I asked if the audience could see my balls and they definitely like all pointed at my balls and I don't know it was just weird having a lot of people point at my balls like at once pretty glorious I, yeah, you could any see complaints? Uh, or did anybody run out of the room no one and left. disgust? yes alright you got beautiful balls that's all <laughs> that's but sweet. I would take it that's, that'd be my fucking shit well, nice 
I didn't realize they were so nice. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, sometimes get drunk and send uh, uh, Snapchats of uh, my balls to uh, my Snapchat friends at indis- indiscriminately. How many followers That's why do I don't have, have Snapchat. Snapchat. I don't know. That's why I don't have it. <laughs> See, for shit like that, I'll let you get away with having a Snapchat. But, like, last night, I did the show, and I asked for pictures, and it was like, oh, I'm sorry, it was in Snapchat. So no one took pictures, you know? Damn. They took pictures, but they showed were all their friends, but it's yeah. Snapchat. So yeah. I didn't get to see any of these fucking pictures. That sucks. That is why Snapchat is the devil. It sucks. It just... Speaking <laughs> of... Like, I get it if you're trying to, like, oh, look at my tits, look at my dick, whatever, but, like... You know? Fuck. Speaking of seeing people's genitalia... One of the craziest, well, not crazy. One of the craziest recent stories from Miss K's. Okay. Hanging out in the in the garage. Uh oh. Cool people. Come inside. Everybody in the living room is fucking laughing, howling, like it's the funniest shit going on right there. Damn, I wish Colin was in the room for this. Yes, I really (laughs) wish so as well. But anyway, walk into the living room. Why is everybody laughing? I'm so interested. Well. Colin's doing the windmill with his dick. He grabbed his dick and... Oh, no, it was a video of him doing it that he was watching on the, on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like he Everybody was. was. Enjoying Someone's recording Everybody him was. doing it while he's doing it. He's just watching himself do it. Somebody no, he, recorded him do it. Uh-huh. No, he recorded and they were, himself doing it. Oh, he recorded oh. himself. And then sent it to Eddie and Eddie put it on the big screen. And then all, <laughs> Colin was just kind of admiring his own And it was on fucking repeat for like 30 goddamn minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Ambiance. Ambiance helicopter. That's the ambiance at fucking that house. Yeah. Fucking badass house. Fucking A, man. Oh, dude, oh man. Some, some great stories. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Another. Yeah. <laughs> I demand it. <laughs> I've been the drunkest I've ever been in a long, for a while, Miss Case. Yeah. Definitely, she's at least six of the top ten drunkest moments in my life have to be at Miss Case. Oh, shit. Is That's great because you can say that, and some people that are going to listen to this are going to know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about with Miss Case. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "What? You were there? Like, yeah, nigga, right in the mix, son. Both houses. Oh, how you? What you know about that? What you know about that? Anyway, um, she was the one you were telling me that lived in Santa Cruz. What well, lives here? Hey, now, well, now you're trying to fucking, fucking pinpoint people, Cujo. Oh, my bad. We're trying to keep shit. Holy vague. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the hint, my bad. People that know, no, we're just trying to tell some stories. No, never mind, yeah. Allegedly, hey, we heard these stories. They may or may not have happened. They're like urban myths up in here. So we just say, we just say what may or may not have happened. Right. But, no, it's cool. That's why it's pretty cool having somebody that I've known for 18 goddamn years. Goddamn. We got the story. You guys should celebrate your... um Two decades. Actually, fuck that. Your relationship is, is, is can vote now. <laughs> well, I, did, I I met him when I was ten, and I've known him for eighteen years. So I've known him for longer than I've not. You know, I don't know how to just like. You've been able to vote. Well, I've and known him to... longer than I've been alive. You know, I've known him for longer than I haven't known him at this point. You know. Oh. I've known okay. him for two thirds of my life. Yeah. So for mo- the most part of my life, I've known Steve-O Yeah. I've known him more than I haven't known him. And he didn't convince you to pick up an instrument. (laughs) No, well, again, I hung out with him and and Berlango, who fucking played every goddamn instrument possible. Oh, right. And Mark, Mark, I don't know if you listen to this shit yet, but what up, Mark? Um, All the Eddie, 
all them dudes were always in, you know, they were always in bands. But we were the dudes that would just hang out and smoke weed while these guys played fucking instruments. And they were like, no, we can't smoke weed and play. Like, it's not, we can't do it. No, we did. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, no, they, they did, but yeah, not on our level. Um, so, yeah, they were more into, like, we got to play the instruments. And we were like, dude, it just sounds cool when we're high and listen to you play. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what you're saying, but it's cool. And they loved to cover Metallica when we were younger. Oh, hell yeah. They, they covered Metallica. Almost everyone started with Metallica, man. You got you got to learn Inner Sandman, you know? that That's the trickiest as, as a beginner. Well, that's how it all started. And then so you got to do that, like, mini spider crawl? Well, no, what was funny is the, the biggest thing after they all, like, got settled, like, okay, the, we're going to want to be a band, it all, start, it, it all became a fight of lead guitar and lead singer. Everybody wanted like if they had, they had their idea. You know, Mm -hmm. this is my band, and in this band, I'm the lead guitar and I'm the lead singer. So they had like two or three bands. So they they would practice. They would chip between three the same people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, like it was Steve was here to fucking corroborate this and laugh at himself. Um, but it looks like he went downstairs to go play some Street Fighter or some shit. Uh, That shit got very fucking reverby at that point. but anyway, well, now that he's gone, um, I, we, we've had, uh, it's now, uh, it's September 17th right now, but on September 5th, 4th or 5th, and of course, that's when he fucking shows back up, um, <laughs> we, we had the, the Letters Home came and played here, and anybody that follows the public house or follows um, the, the podcast knows uh, the Letters Home. They're our friends from Pasadena. They, they've been coming up here now, like, this is their fourth time, I guess. Or, I, I guess. I know. This was their fourth time. This was their CD release party, the start of their national tour. And they, I didn't get a shirt. It all came. <laughs> I got one. I got one. I've already wore it several times. Thanks for reminding it. me. <laughs> and, um, Fucking asshole. So, and they'll be back. They'll be back. We'll let you guys know. But anyway, they were here, and... They played on a Friday night. It was first Friday. It was packed. It was fucking rocking. They they did a three hour set and they fucking it, they murdered as usual. There was saxophonists on the bar. There was saxophonists on fucking Main Street. The motherfucker was playing from the street. The dude was playing from the street out there because they had three saxophonists this time. The, mm-hmm. the one that the one that they've had before because he already knew he knows what he can do. He knew he could get wacky here. Yeah. I, I forgot his name. I, something it rhymes with sax. Um, but you'll hear it on the interview. So anyway, Letters Home was here. And at the when they're done, they're all pumped up. They love Salinas. And they're like, hey, so you want to do an interview? And I was like, dude, I'm not fucking ready. And But they, they had a videographer. So somebody was doing a documentary of them. And the dude had a pretty cool audio recorder, and I knew that we could do the podcast and the interview from that audio recorder. So I said, hey, man, you want to be friendly with us? <laughs> you want to be our friend? And so I said, can we borrow that? They want to record. I don't have my equipment, but that'll get us through. We have the mics. Sure enough, again, because they're great people and they come from great area, they said, hell yeah, here you go. So we, we ended up interviewing them for 25 minutes. They, they came with... Two hip hop artists. They're they're a rock band again. They call themselves Dirty Soul Rock, and they'll describe it on the interview. But they came with hip hop artists. One of them sounded like fucking Nicki Minaj straight up. I'm, that girl was fucking. I think she was Nicki Minaj. 
I don't know her enough, but I know her voice. You'll fucking hear it. It was fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, they. It was awesome. So yeah, I'm gonna play you the the interview here. So you can you can hear it. It's it's kind of loud because it was fucking it was packed in here. It was it, it was fucking packed. Um, so there's a lot of background noise, but you can hear everything perfectly clear. And and yeah, so here it goes. This is the, again, the letters home from Pasadena. You'll be hearing them. They'll be coming back. And this is Mike Gatchel, also from the Letters Home. Wait, who is this falling in real quick? Sir, right here is yeah, Nick. Yeah, say your name, say your name. This is Nick. Nick, yeah. Oh, thanks Ow. for having me. Coronado? Maldonado. Maldonado. Oh, candy. Oh, candy. I don't get it either. Sorry, I gotta watch this microphone. It's in a minute. Okay, go ahead. just finished set right now, and you're just about to venture out on a national tour. Tell us about it. This is the first night of the U.S. tour in Salinas at XL Public House. Where the only bad beer is the nifty one. It was a super, super awesome show. Giving him yeah, credit. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. As he emailed me back, he's like, Of course you can play. I mean, let me ask James first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Alright, cool, cool. Yeah, I gotta make sure. It's more like I'm gonna make you guys. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to uh, get into is called Pegasus. Yeah. You need a video for that. Yeah. 
powerful, powerful video. But yeah, can you can you explain what what that song is and what the video means? The song is kind of a universal cry uh, from generation to generation, um, and then the music video is, um, I mean, that's my godson who's in, who's in like the lead character, but it's basically like a day in the life of an, an eight-year-old in Brooklyn, um, you know, post um, hat down, post racial, you know, um, racial discrimination, um, police discrimination, um, it's, it's a day in the life of what this kid would go through, and uh, that's it, it's, it's as lighthearted as you can be, it's as fun as you can get, but um, it's, it's real, you know, it's, it's, it's like soul music, soul music is designed to make you free and enjoy every moment of life, but it also comes from deep pain and sorrow and beauty. You know? Yeah. There's definitely a strong message in the video. Um, in life, I agree, Andrew's absolutely right, and at the same time, if you watch the video, it ends the way it ends, because that's how it should end. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? This, it's it's yeah. like... See how it ends? Yeah. Right? How we how had a super... Yes, exactly. You had a super power as well. You know, that's the kind of like the dreamy side of like, you know, a person going through life to say, well, if I ever get corners, I have a way to escape it. situations to the to the eyes of children um, because in, in reality like all this stuff is going to the kids next so um, that's why the kids are way wiser than the, kid, the parents they're teaching them. let's be real you know they're way more in touch with what's going on they're little grown people they don't give up Mike and I originally came up with the concept of, um, of putting these kids in real world situations as like a constant thing in all our music videos because that's how we feel. You know? That's what the music is to us. It's like an ex it's like the ultimate form of expression, but it's getting passed down like the next generation. So um, yeah, so rock out, have fun. Very so rock. <laughs> Personally, I'm kind of an architecture nerd and all that. Yeah, yeah. She said that that took place in New York City. Where in Los Angeles did you film that? What neighborhood? Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, uh, we went to. I know. I know. shooting a Brooklyn-based video in L.A. in a bunch of different alleys and corner stores in L.A. So um, everything was kind of... We, we just found the most realistic New York-looking thing in L.A., which doesn't actually exist. Well, L.A. has... It's like, urban as fuck. Yeah, but they don't have any brownstones. You know brownstones. Oh, no. The first time I went to Chicago, I was like, what the fuck? Why are all the buildings red? Oh, they're out of bed. 
Really calling us out right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a Yeah, it, it, it's great because we're going to be playing in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and like I grew up in Ohio, and so my family gets to come out and see me play, and then not see me play like in like over 10 years. I have no idea. I don't know. We'll see what happens when I get there, but they've not seen me play in over 10 years. So, yeah, you know, I used to play drums in the in the like back room of the house, and they'd just turn the TV up really loud. Band, right? Yeah, yeah, marching band, band. yeah, yeah, that band, stuff. Yeah. Did you ever dream of being the, the dot in the eye at the Ohio State University? Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Well, well, that, 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 that yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the drummer doesn't dot the eye. It's always, what, what is that? Uh, it's the, like the big fucking uh, shit. Uh, what is that? Uh, tuba. Tuba. Yeah, the tuba. The tuba player dots the eye. Yeah, he dots yeah. the eye yeah, you guys always got to run over. Yeah. That's cool. So you got to yeah. start when you go back home. You got to let us know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I should. Yeah, hell yeah. We're doing our first one in a couple of weeks. But anyway, well, I want to get into the, the hip-hop section of the letters home here. Because this is my song. Yeah. I'm going to describe what, how this came about, um, just so y'all and your listeners have like some context. We we have a lot of love for the, um, the hip-hop and MC crew in, in L.A., and the people we brought with us are people that we have a ton of respect and admiration for. And we put together a show in, in L.A. called Mother Freaking, with no G, Mother Freaking Mashups. And, um, and um, it's it's gonna be like growing every month. Um, but, um, the first 
tradition, we teamed up with instrumentals from the Letters Home, like Dirty Soul Rock instrumentals, and put them with the most talented MCs that we knew, and made the most incredible mashups that we could make. And the reason, like, Chelsea and Sydney are here with us tonight, like, because we had such amazing chemistry in the studio and on stage, and had mother freaking mashups in LA. I mean, the place was packed, like, 100 people in a small place. And, um, so we're, like, incredibly happy to bring them with us on this tour. So I'll let them speak for So you think we're going to go on the tour? You know, when, 
what, what I really think is great about it is because we all come from very different backgrounds, and that's why we call it the mashups, is because we're mashing up all these different influences together to create one specific thing. You know, like every you know it, every MC that we bring in like has a different thing that influences us. You guys all know each other. Name one band or artist that you think they won't know. Oh, wait, wait, Six, uh, uh, Nick, Nick, Nick first, Nick first, yeah. our sax player. Who is the Mahavishnu Orchestra? Oh, no, oh, no, I know, I know. Uh, Rollins Band. Uh, uh, Meshuggah. I know Meshuggah. The sax, the sax, the sax player knows Meshuggah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know Yeah. You know I know Chelsea. That's the that's the that's the thing. Like everyone in each group, like there's someone in each group that knows. Like Joe and I, Joe and I come from a really rich hip hop background, um, and Mike just has a really strong metal and like prog background. And like so, as TLH, we have already like a really diverse, rich background. So we can like relate to anyone that comes into the studio or into the project with us. Like immediately, like we we're immediately empathetic to the sound that they're putting out. And if it doesn't feel right. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Al Green. This is our videographer, Carl White. Carl, what's what's a band that you wouldn't think that we would know? Should we come back to you? Okay, I have no idea. You should show me that. I don't know. Yeah, you can make. The crickets. Yeah, yo, I had that shit. Volume one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to, to touch back, it's like we're very, we chose people to, to us that were emblematic of, of a really rich background and, and had a very strong sound already. Um, and going forward, I mean, we're going to, the, the Mother Freaking Mashups album, I mean, Sneak Preview is going to come out sometime in October with these ladies on it, with uh, Go Semi and... Um, Chelsea Monet, they're both going to have tracks on the album, and that's going to be released in October sometime. So this is kind of a prequel to what what's about to hit the country, and I mean I mean the country, like the country. It's about to get rocked the fuck out, and it's starting, and you're hearing about it in Salinas. Yeah, we we yeah, yeah. Clive Aiden and then Hondo. So and Clive five MC, yeah, five songs, five MCs. Yeah. So you're hearing it here first. Yeah. LA is obviously the second biggest city yeah. in the country, but there's always this whole, it's like, oh, it's 200 different communities trying to so much music. How do you stand out? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you hear you hear it, though? Like, have you ever heard anything like this? Only because I was living down there, but right. amazing, though. I mean, like... The different types of... You hear shit yeah. happens in the Different types of music. It's coming together on Yeah. I grew up on the Roots. I remember seeing the Roots in a 200-person club in Philly when I was like 
seven. Let's I got snuck in. Shout out to Ruth. Yeah. Years old. That you got me album. Yeah. I mean, take it back before that. Press Love and and uh, Tariq were spitting and doing stuff out of the um, out of the University of Arts like area for a minute, like way before it really started popping. And there were a bunch of like infectious organisms, if you ever heard of them. Like there were some crazy underground cats that were doing some really experimental band band hip hop stuff that that hasn't hit the world since, really. And like we. We, I mean, Joe and I were really always passionate about the roots and that sound that's very like, it, it touches your soul every time you hear it. It makes you funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's stuff that really punches you in the chest, like DJ Premier, like the Boom Bap Nation, the Pete Rock stuff, you know, all the CL Smooth stuff. I mean, all that stuff that... I know you're about to get up and fight when I said that. All that stuff that really makes you, like, it, it touches your emotion, but it's also, it's it's like hip-hop and it's poetry, in a sense. It's the real only it fucking pisses me off when people are like, dude, you got me involved in a goddamn hip-hop song. I know, right? But no, people are like, oh, there's no intelligence into it. It's a simple shit. It's misogynistic. But it's it started it started out it yeah. Listen to common sense. It started out of just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before he was common, common sense. It started out of desperation and it started just like the blues started. It started out of a need. Yeah. Tangent, but let's let's bring it to what we're doing, and that's that's really like the soul, the soulful, the soulful end of things. It's really like touches on what the desperation and the need of the community is. It touches on what the desperation and need of the love movement is. It touches on dirty soul rock, and that's what what it is. That's the generation that we're in. All right, we'll talk. How does the song? Does it let us know 
Yeah, so we'll we'll start with uh, either a bass line, a drum a drum rhythm, um, or a, a piano hook, and uh, we'll take that idea and flesh it out and turn it into an instrumental. We'll typically jam it out for about a half hour, hour, and within that half hour, hour, we'll write a whole song, and we'll take that song, we'll distill it a little bit, and then we'll take it in and say, okay, this needs to go in this area, this needs to go in that area. And then we'll say, all right, it's ready to either be like if you listen to the new album Dirty Soul Rock when you when you check it out online, um, thelettershome.bandcamp.com, you'll be able to hear like we put on instrumentals on there, and you know what? We expect people to sample them. Go ahead, do it. Just reach out and give us co-write. Like we put them on. We, we put we put them out there because we want people to be in touch with that sound. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna be working on semis, right? Yes. Yeah. So. Semi uh, sneak preview beyond mother freaking mashups. I mean, we're gonna eventually go into the studio and and do an album with Semi now. I mean, it makes sense. Like, why not? Why not empower the MCs that have been playing with instrumentals, like doing shows in in small bars with instrumentals? Why not give them a band? Why not? They need a voice just like anyone else. Everything's going down to Pasadena. So, uh, yeah. Oh, real, real quick, um, hop on to Instagram or hop on to Facebook and just search the letters home. We'd love to hear from people. We're going to be out across the U.S. And if y'all hear this while we're out, um, hit us up. And we'd love to hear from new people. And, um, and we definitely want to come back to Salinas always, for sure. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. Anybody got anything else? You know what? Pleasure, amazing music. Can't wait to see you guys again. Well. Thanks. We got a shout out to our, our, our new sax player Steve and our new sax player Nick uh, for joining us tonight. And they did an awesome job. And our buddy, um, Saxy, who's always a proud member with us, came out, drove up to L.A. just from L.A. just for one show to join us. He's got to run back down. But um, Saxy is like a brother in, in crime. Like, he's the man. And I'm um, so happy to be with you guys in Salinas. Shout out to Salinas uh, Underground Podcast and XL Public House. Thank you guys so much.
One dirty soul rock. Three words. I, I could hear myself be like alto sax and middle school, and I was like, God damn, I talked. I, I just told you about that the other day. And well, I was like, God damn it, I brought it up then. Again, How drunk was I? Yeah, and I, I apologize if it sounds a little different than usual. We were recording on, on a pretty sophisticated device that picked up uh, pretty much every sound that was here. Plus, this place was packed to the goddamn gills that day. Yeah. So it, it wasn't loud just because of the, the, the mics, but... We didn't pay for that ambience. It was, yeah, yeah, exactly. It that was just that natural. Was nat- yeah, but um, that was my word. But you, but I mean, you guys heard it. I, 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 fucking, I love those guys. You know, I love them. Saxy, that was his name. Yeah. All you need, yeah. All you, man, Saxy. You need, you need to know Saxy. Sax, Saxy is the guy that plays the clarinet, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And cool. He plays it out in the street. And he plays it on the bar. <laughs> Plays it everywhere, gyrating all the time, gyrating sexually, like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> But, man, that's Letters Home right there. That's our yeah. brothers down from Pasadena, and we love them, and they're going to keep coming back up to Salinas. They, if you guys are listening, just, hey, man, come back from a yeah. fan. I, I need to buy your goddamn shirt. They're going to come back. Oh, no, they've already asked to come back. They're going to come back. But anyway, we'll come back as well next week. Spoilers, bro. No, they'll be back. Next week? They'll be back. What's going on next week? We'll be back next week with, uh, hopefully next week we could get the food web people on by then. We figured out our Skype and Google Hangout situation. We can do internet phone calls, y'all. Call in, everybody. Call in. So, Where can um, they call in at? Is that something uh, we're ready don't to call take in? On I'm not. Yeah, ma- I just made that up right now. Uh, don't call in. There's nowhere to call in. Just email us. Send us messages yeah, on Facebook. Good. Talk like, to us, baby. Oh, um, super secret word of the day is anything, anything for, for Salinas. Salinas. Yeah. Anyways, Put that you, shit on our newsfeed. Yeah. Baby. Yeah, and, and we'll invite you to the uh, super secret. Yeah. Put uh, it on our newsfeed. You'll you'll come on the sub listeners secret club on Facebook. That's where we get together and we talk about whatever the fuck we want amongst ourselves. Yeah. Everybody's name comes out. Everybody there is fucking picked. It's fucking really not curated. That secret, and that's what upsets me. It's like I got it's my golden ticket. I hope I get picked. It, it is. Per- you not, not, an, not in anonymous. You know? I am not. You're not it, in. What's it's not anonymous, but, but you can't find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody has to actually tell you how to get. What I'm saying is like if someone wants, you know, someone told you about it. Someone told you about something. Yeah, here's a suggestion box. I want to suggest. That the boss eat a dick and then you put it in. It's anonymous, you know. You can't do that here, but fuck it. You can you can do something. I, I guess. Like, but yeah. You could say my boss could eat a dick. Yeah. Just make sure he's not part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck that! And if your boss is part of the group, hey, the group's not about firing people and fucking getting all fucking hateration on that shit. It's all about love, baby. Hater nation. What? I'll say hateration. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Catch us next week. We'll be back. Uh, hopefully, we got the food web people on. Excuse me. Because uh, we've already figured it out, uh, Jeff and Mitchell. Not, then we'll be here. We're gonna work on uh, finding a, a damn time for Jeff Mitchell to come on because he wants to come on, and ooh, we got some questions for him. Oh, we got some questions for you, Jeff. Ah, oh, we got some questions. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. Hey, 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 let's start with this question. What is your favorite type of drink? Boom, boom. Oh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> for Jeff Mitchell. Bro. 
So anyway, we'll catch y'all on the flip side of space, brothers. Yeah. Yeah, have a good one. Salas. <laughs>